There's been one stock dominating Wall Street conversations this week, GameStop. GameStop, the video game store often found in suburban malls. Maybe you went there as a teenager. For the past couple of weeks, the stock price of GameStop has been skyrocketing. One of the most wild stories you're ever going to see. GameStop shares absolutely going nuts. GameStop shares had a gigantic day at one point, rallying as much as 145%. It's huge. 390% gains on a year-to-date basis. Yes, your eyes are not deceiving you. What has it been like covering GameStop the past few days? Oh my gosh, it's been wild. I think... Everyone is just watching this thing skyrocket, watching the trading halted multiple times. And it's just like, what is going on here? It's really unlike anything a lot of traders have seen. Is it anything like you've ever seen before? Absolutely not. I have never seen anything like this before. I thought covering Tesla's stock price was crazy, and this is, this is a whole other level. GameStop's crazy rise is the result of a battle between some big-time Wall Street power players and a swarm of users on the social media platform Reddit. And this week, those Redditors have come out on top. Welcome to The Journal, our show about money, business, and power. I'm Ryan Knudsen. It's Wednesday, January 27th. Coming up on the show, the wild story behind GameStop and how a group of people on the internet exploited Wall Street for their own gain. This episode is brought to you by ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. Enter ServiceNow. It puts AI to work for people, for employees, for developers, and even your customers. Removing frustration and supercharging productivity. On our intelligent platform, AI isn't just a promise. It's happening today. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Tap the banner to learn more or visit servicenow.com slash AI for people. GameStop is a company that sells physical video games, mostly in brick-and-mortar stores. And there's a lot of reasons why that's not a great business to be in right now. Obviously, we've heard a lot about how, you know, physical stores have been doing during the pandemic and the past few years as everything has shifted to online. Yeah, and GameStop is all physical. It's like a physical store selling physical games, like kind of like Blockbuster. Yeah, exactly. It really is a relic of kind of former times when everything was centered around the mall and people went to physical stores a lot more. Even though people have been spending more money on video games, GameStop, which is a video game retailer, has seen its revenues decline over the past years. That's markets reporter Gunjan Banerjee. She says that for Wall Street investors, a company like GameStop was a clear loser. It was almost universally considered a bad investment. GameStop has said it's focused on turning itself around by building up its e-commerce operations. A lot of people on Wall Street have hated the stock. It was heavily shorted, which means people are making very bearish bets on it, and they're betting that the price will fall significantly. So that was a really popular trade on Wall Street for people to put money on the fact that the stock would actually tumble because they thought it was such a bad business and its revenues were declining for several quarters. GameStop was so disliked by Wall Street that in 2020, it became one of the most shorted stocks in the entire stock market, meaning people were betting their money that the stock would go down. 
But while conventional Wall Street investors all seem to agree that GameStop was a terrible investment, a group of people on Reddit started to make a case that Wall Street was wrong. These Redditors gathered on a particular message board called Wall Street Bets. So Wall Street Bets has turned into this wildly popular forum for talking about your investments. And it's become a place where individual investors, they exchange trading tips, ideas, research. They post screenshots of how much money they've made on individual stocks. It seems like they're using the stock market to make money, of course, but also entertain themselves. You know, they view these outlets as a source of camaraderie. How many people are in the Reddit forum, Wall Street Bets? There's more than 2 million people on this platform. So it's, it's just exploded in popularity. Wall Street Bets has all the idiosyncrasies you'd expect from an anonymous online forum. Investment tips are dripping with memes, emojis, and slang. Users say the phrase YOLO, you only live once, to refer to a risky bet. Big windfalls are called tendies, which is short for chicken tenders. Last year, when the people on the Wall Street Bets forum started noticing that big-time Wall Street firms were shorting GameStop, they disagreed. Not only did they happen to like GameStop, they thought the stock would actually go up. A lot of people on Reddit, even last year, saw all of these bets against GameStop and thought, hey, you know, the company can't be that bad. Many at the time predicted that new consoles, including the PlayStation 5, could help lift the sales of the struggling retailer. One of the first people on Wall Street bets to start posting about GameStop is someone who goes by the name Roaring Kitty on YouTube. He explained his bull case for GameStop back in August. Still in 2020, GameStop maintains a healthy market share within the gaming industry. It's the only major brick-and-mortar retailer dedicated to gaming. Its reboot plan is well underway, and it's comprised of two main components. Not everyone on Wall Street bets does this kind of number-crunching and analysis like Roaring Kitty. A lot of people just read the board and follow along, looking for stocks to invest in. When one stock takes off, it's known as a meme stock, basically a stock that goes viral online. On Wall Street bets, users hoped that GameStop could become one of those meme stocks. I think a bunch of individual investors, they see these posts on Reddit or Discord or wherever else they are, and they see, you know, someone writing GameStop. And something they say a lot on Reddit and Discord is to the moon, which means people think it'll be jumping higher dramatically. And that makes other people pile into the stock. So it's not like everyone here is looking deeply at the fundamentals of a company before deciding to invest in it. So it's interesting. Like one retail investor we spoke to for this article was like, what Wall Street doesn't get is that for individual investors, fundamentals don't matter. As in the company's financials and its fundamental standing and the traditional analysis that a lot of people do on Wall Street, they're saying that does not matter to us individual investors. What matters to us is sentiment, how we feel about the stock. And they kind of pointed to Tesla, like Tesla's share price soared because people believed in the company, kind of defying a lot of Wall Street skeptics. By the end of 2020, these two groups, the Redditors and the Wall Street bigwigs, were just at a disagreement. But a few weeks ago, something happened that shifted the balance of power in the Redditors' favor, big time. That's after the break. This episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. 
Don't search match with Indeed. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash journal. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by Global X ETFs. Buzz around artificial intelligence is seemingly everywhere. Is your portfolio keeping up? Consider the Global X Artificial Intelligence and Technology ETF, ticker AIQ, which invests in dozens of stocks at the leading edge of this disruption. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. Technology companies can be affected by rapid product obsolescence and intense industry competition. Before investing carefully, consider the fund's objectives, risks, charges, expenses, and more in the full or summary prospectus at GlobalXETFs.com. Read carefully. Distributed by SEI Investments Distribution Company. The battle between Wall Street and the Redditors really heated up a few weeks ago when news broke that a powerful new investor also sided with GameStop. It was a man named Ryan Cohen, the co-founder of a successful e-commerce company called Chewy. Ryan Cohen had sold Chewy, the online retailer of pet products, for $3.4 billion to PetSmart just a few years ago. Last year, Cohen bought a 10% stake in GameStop, which made him one of the company's largest individual shareholders. And then, this month, after laying out a plan for how to make GameStop more digital, Cohen joined the board, giving him actual power over the company's future. That got Redditors excited. I think people were just excited that someone had built up this big stake in GameStop, was bullish on it, and I think kind of the fresh blood excited investors. Like they thought that Ryan Cohen would come in and help turn the company around? Yeah, totally. They thought he would come in and turn the company around. So it was kind of like, hey, finally, some good news. This is going to get the stock going. So a lot of people started posting about GameStop on Wall Street Bets, on Discord, on Twitter, on Facebook. And there was a huge whirl of interest in GameStop stock. But this is kind of when it went beyond just this one positive news thing happening to it becoming more of like a momentum and a technical play. It sort of took on a life of its own. Completely took on a life of its own that went beyond anything that had to do with this board member. After Cohen joined the board, Redditors saw an opportunity. Because so many Wall Street investors had bet against GameStop or shorted it, they had exposed themselves to a particular vulnerability known as a short squeeze. If the stock rises, that means those bearish investors lose money. And sometimes they lose so much money that they have to close out of their positions entirely. And what they do then is they actually, they hate the stock, but they have to buy more of it to like cover how much money they're losing. And that's what we call a squeeze, is where these bearish investors who are losing money start buying the stock back in order to kind of cover their positions. And what does that do? That helps drive the stock price even higher. That's exactly what was happening to GameStop. And the people on the Reddit forum were adding fuel to the fire. So what happens is a lot of these traders start piggybacking off of each other's trades, right? They're all posting about GameStop. They're all saying, I'm going to get into GameStop. I'm going to buy this. Here's a screenshot of how much I made from buying this. The social media mentions start to heat up. And there's this sense of we are winning and the professional traders are losing. And what can we do to keep this going? 
One of the ways the stock kept going up, aside from the short squeeze, was because the Redditors were using something called options. And it's a little wonky how it works. In the options market, you can kind of make these like turbocharged short-term bets on where stocks will go. And what people did was they piled into these ultra short-term bets on GameStop. And what these bets allowed them to do was say, hey, I think the stock is going to jump X percent in just a few hours or a few days. When an investor at home buys an option, there's a professional Wall Street trader on the other side of that deal selling that option. And what happens is as the price skyrockets, as GameStop price soars 50% or however much it went up, that trader on the other side of the trade needs to hedge his position. And what he or she often does to hedge that position is buy more shares. That meant that now even established Wall Street traders were buying shares of GameStop and driving the price of the stock up even higher. GameStop continuing to rally. Surging again this morning. Shares of the video game retailer skyrocketing. Uh, Look at this. You had all of these forces helping drive the stock price higher. And that's why it just rose at like a mind-boggling pace. So we saw the stock price take off. And I think on Friday and Monday, GameStop was like one of the most popular traded stocks in the entire U.S. market, you know, surpassing companies like Apple and Bank of America, which are usually the most traded. All of this volatility and the huge increase in the stock price wasn't because the company had changed its business plan overnight. It was because a lot of people on Reddit had piled on and forced the stock price upwards. This caused some concern among veteran Wall Street commentators on CNBC. Wall Street bets, they've got a community of very rabid investors who will choose individual stocks and then run them up as a group with commentary about how much they love them. Yeah, it seems to be the short squeeze of all uh, short squeezes. Just this price level. I just don't know how you can justify it. Uh, where we are today. This GameStop situation is the craziest I think I've ever seen. Uh, Usually, you have a short squeeze and it goes up, but this one keeps going. While these more traditional Wall Street commentators expressed concern, users on Wall Street bets rejoiced. That YouTuber named Roaring Kitty, he says he turned his initial $50,000 investment into over $20 million. On YouTube, he dipped his chicken tenders into champagne to celebrate. And so what an incredible day. Epic, epic day, just huge. I got to just dip, let me just dip. Just one dip, just one quick dip. <laughs> tendies came today. But these Redditors aren't just happy because of all these tendies. They're also happy because they're sticking it to the man. It seems like these investors They don't just want to make money, but they're enjoying seeing the newfound influence that they have on Wall Street. You know, they are absolutely relishing that. And they want to see how far they can take it. And they've taken it far already. One hedge fund that shorted GameStop, called Melvin Capital, pulled out of its bet against GameStop. It had to get money from investment firms to prop itself up. As Melvin's losses were revealed by the journal... People definitely started talking about Melvin more on Wall Street bets. And one post gloated, we are better at being irrational than Melvin is at being solvent. (laughs) (laughs) Redditors also took their celebration a step further. Andrew Left of Citron Research, another person who shorted GameStop, said the online gloating has turned into real-world harassment. Andrew Left, 
he was just trolled and trolled and trolled online for the position because you had this really passionate group of investors who were like apparently going after him. You know, he told me that some of his accounts were hacked, that he was facing all this stuff on Twitter. People were reaching out to his family members, including his kids, and harassing them, he said. GameStop's surging stock isn't a fluke. Individual investors on places like Reddit have shown their power and are now causing other meme stocks like Blockbuster and BlackBerry to take off. We've seen crazy soaring prices in other stocks too, like AMC, for example. So this has the potential to happen in other stocks. And I think that's the crazy part. You know, if this group of individual investors can have such a driving force on GameStop, they can probably do it again. Is that legal? So there's nothing illegal about, you know, posting your opinion on the internet and saying what you want to invest in or what you think about a potential stock. You're allowed to do that. And what I kind of heard from individual investors who are trading their own money from home is they're saying, I see hedge fund managers going on CNBC all the time talking about stocks or their views on their investments. This is my chance to do the same thing. You know, why can't I do what these hedge fund managers are doing? Um, And they view Reddit as kind of bridging the gap between Wall Street and Main Street and serving as kind of this equalizing force for the average Joe. Whether or not it's legal, is it dangerous? Does it threaten the way markets are supposed to work? So it's not clear if this is illegal or not, but it can certainly be destabilizing. I don't think anyone looking at this is saying, hey, this is a normal and healthy market. A lot of professional investors have been speaking to are saying this cannot end well. You know, they're looking at the stock jumping more than 50% day after day after day, and nothing has really changed with the company except its share price. So they're just like, how does this end? And it can't be pretty, is the thinking right now. It can't be pretty. What do you think could happen? The momentum trade works really well on the way up and when you capture that dramatic increase in price. But certainly as the stock price keeps going up, you're seeing more and more people pile into it. And you're going to have people buying at the top and potentially losing a lot of money. What do you think it means for Wall Street? I think it means that Wall Street has this new force to reckon with. And this really forced them to confront that. They knew this new force was out there. You know, Reddit's been around for a while and Wall Street Bets has also been around. You know, it's just all this activity just hit a fever pitch this year. These individual investors, they're on TikTok getting trade ideas. They're on Facebook swapping trading tips. They're on Reddit. They're on Discord. And that's kind of worked its way onto Wall Street now. It kind of shows you that The increased influence of social media, perhaps, on investing is here to stay. What are you going to be looking out for? I mean, this thing is getting crazier and crazier and crazier. So the question on my mind is, is there an end to it? When does the end come? How long can this thing keep going up? GameStop's wild ride still isn't over. Today, the stock rose to $347 at market close putting it up an astonishing 1,915% since the start of the year. That's all for today, Wednesday, January 27th. 
Before you go, we'd like to ask you a favor. If you got a stimulus check this past year, we'd like to hear about what you did with the money. Splurge on a rug? Put it in savings? Use it on groceries to make ends meet? If you have a story to share, send us an email at thejournal at wsj.com. That's thejournal at wsj.com. The Journal is a co-production of Gimlet and The Wall Street Journal. If you like the show, follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. We're out every weekday afternoon. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.